This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Don't judge the uh, quality of the prize by the size of the prize egg. What is in this prize egg and the two other larger prize eggs, they will be given away next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to lucky viewers, lucky subscribers of both this channel, Ken Sterling, and Two Big Brains. All right? And you've got to DM me, either on XIG or Facebook, because i got to, I got to be able to reach out to you when you win and say what's your address. We're going to talk about the Colts. And why Gardner Minshew might just be Jim Harbaugh circa 1995. There's some similarities between the 95 Colts and the 2023 Colts that bear a little look-see during this bye week. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about Indiana basketball, too. Because Indiana basketball, Dan Dockich and I did a two big brains today. And I think we got to a bit of the nut of the problem with IU basketball. And I think part of the problem is NIL. The money that's being given to the basketball players at Indiana before they accomplish anything. Compensation prior to accomplishment, what do you think that causes? We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll talk about the Cubs and their pursuit, in air quotes, of Shohei Otani. Anybody buying this? How many times are we going to have to go down this road when the the Cubs float out this nonsensical dreamscape where they're pursuing the highest price free agent of the offseason, and then all of a sudden they come in second, and, well, we tried. We were willing to spend money, but the blah, blah, blah. We know what this is. What are we, idiots? The Chicago sports media should be ashamed of itself for falling for this nonsense year after year after year after year. It's just stupidity. Uh, We will also talk about uh, Big Joe Hughes, Cathedral Fighting Irish graduate, former basketball player at Cathedral. He ran into Josh McRoberts on a bus in Milwaukee, and hilarity ensued. We'll talk about that. I want to remind you, oh, by the way, this is Inside Indiana Sports Now. For Thursday, November 16th, 2023, we're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the business. He got a chance to hire the best. You hire the best. Give him a call. Make an appointment. 317-849-2933. And if you need a Christmas present for people, many of them, you want to send people a stocking stuffer. Oops, it's the book of a lifetime, the art of learning from mistakes and adventures written by 
That's right, me. 37 chapters, each one containing a, a, a mistake of such biblical and hilarious quality, also providing lessons that you can learn from. You're going to laugh at me. You're going to cry as you empathize with me. And then you're going to say, man, do I not want to do any of those 37 things? That's the gift of this book. And you're going to want it to give it, you're going to want to give it to all your friends. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts and the similarities that they bear to the 1995 Colts. You remember the 95 Colts if you're a certain age. You got to be 28 years old to have been alive when all of this happened. But Jim Harbaugh took over for Craig Erickson as a starting quarterback for the Colts. The Colts, they go five and five, and then all of a sudden they rip off some wins. They finish four and two, and they wind up nine and seven and kind of sneak in the back door of the playoffs. They go on a playoff run where they win against the Chargers despite turf toe of uh, Marshall Falk. And then, uh, so that one, was that Lamont Warren? And then Zach Rocket the next week or the reverse? It doesn't matter. They didn't have Falk. They go to the AFC Championship game and played in one of the great all-time games in the history of the NFL. The 1996 AFC Championship game following the 95 season, you get what I mean. It was played in 96, though at Three Rivers Stadium was unbelievable. So many moments in that game could have won it for the Colts and did win it for the Steelers. It was awesome. I was at that game. This team, a few similarities. One of those similarities is that in 1995, that offensive line was the strength of the team. The offensive line for the Colts, the strength of the team. You had Will Wolford. You had uh, Randy Dixon, Kirk Loudermilk. Big Joe Stasniak and Jason Matthews. This version of that offensive line, very similar in a lot of ways. They had a dynamic running back. They had Marshall Falk, who until the postseason was really, really good. Then the postseason comes, ah, my toe hurts. <laughs> what did that offensive line do? They opened holes for the backup running backs at a level that thrust them into the AFC Championship game. Similar, California, uh, University of California wide receiver and Sean Dawkins in 95, Michael Pittman, a young Californian wide receiver from USC. I know, it's not like the Kennedy-Lincoln coincidences, but it's still, it's kind of interesting. Those two teams, not entirely dissimilar. The The... The oh, like what came together was a defense. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For that team, what needs to come together for this Colts team is the defense. They get rolling on a little bit of a defensive run. As we, uh, we've heard the players say, we're getting it going. We're feeling it. The Gus Bradley defense. We're feeling it. We're getting to the quarterback a little bit more. We're causing chaos. Maybe that's because they played against the Panthers and the Patriots. That might be part of the equation. But this team has shown an ability to win games that really it shouldn't with a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew who shouldn't be winning those games. Jim Harbaugh was the backup quarterback in 95, became the starter over Erickson. Minshew, the backup quarterback behind Richardson, now starting with Richardson, uh, recovering from shoulder surgery. We'll see what happens moving forward. I think the Colts have a shot to be good enough to squeak into the playoffs kind of through the back door. And once that happens, as we learned in 95, anything is possible until the Hail Mary attempt falls on the tummy of Aaron Bailey and he can't squeeze the rock and it falls off his tummy and the Colts lose. They would have won the Super Bowl. They would have beaten the Cowboys that year. They matched up better with the Cowboys than the Steelers did. It was a a fascinating, fascinating year, and I'm just hoping. I know. It's unlikely. But look, once every 28 years, can't we have a little bit of a run like that once every 28 years out of nowhere? Like from 99 through 2010 minus 2001, that didn't go so well, 6 and 10. But all those other years, Colts were fantastic, and they were expected to be fantastic. When they started 3-4 and four in 2008, I told anybody who would listen, I said, they're going to run the table. They're going to go 12-4. and four. I'm telling you right now, book it. And I meant it. And what happened? They ran the table. They went 12-4, and four, and then <laughs> they crapped out in the playoffs. What are you going to do? But that does not diminish the uh, correctitude of me as a predictor. All right, let's talk about Indiana basketball because I is going to play tonight against Wright State. Wright State, they got to be able to beat, right? They are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. According to Dan, I had seen ten, but we'll go with Dan. Dan's more plugged into that scene than I am. On Two Big Brains today, he said, of course, you got to bet Indiana. I said, hey, they just beat Army by six. Why are we all of a sudden bullish on this team? He said, well, they got to figure it out eventually. All right, and then we talked about a couple of things. NIL... And we talked about the quality of basketball being played by this team as it stands right now. And the quality of the play isn't very good. And the quality of the play last year wasn't very good. And then the quality of the play the year before wasn't very good. Why? Is NIL good for Indiana? NIL puts Indiana in the game to go get a kid like Mackenzie Mbaco or a, a guy like Malik Renew. You can go get those guys. You can go get transfers like Anthony Walker or last year Miller Cop to come to Indiana and play. 
because Jalen Hood Shafino comes to Indiana, right? NIL, a big part of that equation. Xavier Johnson said he came to Indiana because of NIL. That's how they're getting these players. They're getting players who are choosing a college based upon the amount of money that college has at its disposal to give and gift to players. What do you get when you compensate anyone before they produce? What if, you, if you're a salesperson and you got your, uh, let's say you earned your quarterly bonus before you did your work toward that quarter? Would you put in the same level of effort to go make that bonus if you had already received it? Good people would. Good people who are fueled by work. They say, you know what? Work makes me feel good. I enjoy working. Those people. There aren't many of those people. There's some of those people. I'm one of those people. You might be one of those people. But at Indiana, what are these guys doing? Don't they look like they're pretty happy with the way this thing works and sacrificing as individuals for the benefit of the collective? It doesn't look like that interests them too much, does it? At least it hasn't for the first two games, and it hasn't the last two years. You've had a guy like Trace Jackson Davis, who kind of looked like he awakened and started to play like somebody who gave a damn about Indiana basketball. But what you see now is so far removed from what Indiana basketball is known as, right? Known to be. Far removed from that. They are not fundamentally sound. They are not gritty, right? They are not generous with the basketball. They're not working for the best open shot. They're running sets, and the set results in whatever, and off they go. Defensively, they don't communicate. They don't play together. They don't even pretend to know what the hell they're doing on the floor. Is that because they've already been paid? as though they do know it, as though they do reflect all those characteristics that we have come to know as Indiana basketball, that as a collective have become, in our minds, what Indiana basketball is. I don't think Indiana is, I don't think NIL is good for Indiana. And I don't think this, this crazy campaign to raise NIL money, and Dan showed me the email receives an email from Mike Woodson saying, and not actually written by Mike, but under his name, that says, hey, now's the time. All in for Indiana. Let's, let's podium some dough and, and you know, gift the student-athletes through NIL a lot of money. How about do something? How about win a championship? How about win a Big Ten title? How about do something and then send the email and ask for us to write the checks to pay these guys? How about that? You want the money before you provide this good and service? That doesn't work for me, and it shouldn't work for anybody. And if you really want to help Indiana basketball, cut off the donations. Stop donating to NIL funds. Don't donate to that. Make these guys earn it, then donate to it. They hang a banner, you write a check. In the absence of a new banner, no financial assistance whatsoever. 
I'm all in behind that. They better play their asses off against Wright State. People have got to respond with a consequence, or the behavior is never going to end. And if NIL is causing this behavior, then NIL has to be stopped. And the only way to stop it is the root cause, and that's you writing checks. Stop it. Stop writing checks. Shohei Otani to the Cubs. He ain't going to go to the Cubs. There's no chance he's going to the Cubs. The Cubs don't want to sign Shohei Otani. He's too expensive. What's he ever won? I can list a bunch of reasons that Shohei Otani should not be a Chicago Cub. I got lots of them. It's stupid. But what they're going to do is the right thing, and that's not sign him. But in the interim, before he signs with anybody else, there's going to be all this noise out of Chicago about, you know, they're all in for Otani. Just trying to go get column inches in the paper, trying to get the uh, e-blasts talking uh, about the Cubs and what they're trying to do this offseason. It is transparent. It is chicanery. Do not fall for it ever, ever, ever. Been down this road many times. My God. What, did anybody really, and this goes all the way back to like 83. Did anybody really think 40 years ago that Steve Garvey was coming to the Cubs? Of course he wasn't. So what did the Cubs do? They settled for Ron Say, and then Steve Garvey shoved it up their asses in the 84 NLD, NLCS. Yikes. Big Joe Hughes, an alumni of Cathedral High School. So Big Joe, Big Joe is a center, and Big Joe is a really, really funny, really, really smart guy. Big Joe is about 6'5". And as a sophomore, Cathedral went to Carmel to play against Josh McRoberts. Josh McRoberts had a nice career in the NBA. He was tall. He was about 6'10 and a half, 6'11". And Big Joe, before the game, said, uh, you know what? I'm going to get the tap. I guarantee I get the tap. People were like, how are you going to do that? The guy's like 6'11". What are you, crazy? And he's a good athlete. So Big Joe, ball goes up, referee at the center circle, throws the ball up for the tip. Joe lets it get about five inches out of the referee's hand, and he swipes at it, knocks it to a teammate, and they let it go. So he did win the tap. And then Josh McDaniels went off. I don't know what was, if it was because Big Joe stole the tap from him or what. But or that he outweighed Big Joe by about 60 pounds and was six inches taller than him. Whatever. Uh, Big Joe sees, in Milwaukee, sees Josh McRoberts on a bus. He's like, Josh, how are you? I'm Joe Hughes. I played basketball as a sophomore. When you were a senior at Carmel, I was at Cathedral, and uh, I held you to 39 points. <laughs> Big Joe won the tap and then held Josh McRoberts to 39 points. That's the perfect Big Joe story. Big Joe's always running into people. That's what he does. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent. If you have not watched today's Two Big Brains, go search Two Big Brains in the search bar and watch. At the 21-minute mark, you can listen to all the cold stuff up until 21 minutes. And then we start talking about IU basketball. And at that point, things sizzled. It was really, really good. You're going to enjoy it. If you love Indiana basketball like we do, you're going to love today's Two Big Brains, just as you love today's Inside Indiana Sports Now. Now go Hoosiers, play like a team, and earn your money.